Good morning, everyone, and welcome back. Coming to you live from the Somerton Community Trail of Somerton, Philadelphia. Uh, beginning halfway through the week this week, a brand new week of Der Hashem. Wednesday morning, a lovely Wednesday morning, such lovely, beautiful company. And uh, we're ready to begin Perik Vav now. Last week we wrapped up Perik Hay in Chelek Dalad of Der Hashem. We had a bit of a break. We had a, a fast day yesterday. Um, and it was one of the faster fast days, that, that's the truth. And we hope for this to be the last fast day of the fast days that's there to uh, remind us and relive the destruction. And we take this opportunity of uh, moving forward from the lessons of yesterday to embark on Perik Vav in the final section of Derech Hashem, where he's going through piece by piece, section by section, what we do over the course of our, our daily, weekly, and yearly Jewish cyclings. And we are now, Besidre Hatafilis, on the structure of davening, the specific structure of how davening is arranged for us. Perikei was on the, the, the subject of davening in general, what davening is all about, what we're doing with tefillah, what the purpose of tefillah is, what we're accomplishing with tefillah. And now we're going to take that a step forward and, 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 and further and get into um, understanding not just the nature of davening. That was Perikei, was the nature of davening, the function and the purpose of davening, Perik Vav is giving that more of a tzura, more of a distinct form, understanding the structure, the daily structure of davening, shachas, mincha, and mayrif, what we do beginning of the day, the middle of the day, the end of the day, the, 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 the amounts of, the, of, of, of davening that we have, the numbers, and the whens. So, this is clearly going to be built on Perik hey, after we've understand what the nature of Tila is, why we daven, and what it means to several times a day, leave this world behind, approach God, God gives us an approach, God gives us a, a medium, a forum, a, 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 a meeting point, an ability to have an audience with Him, and why we need to do that. So now, let's see the when. The when, after we've understood the why. Aleph. Chelek Dalet, Perek Vav, Simon Aleph. And as we, as we said, you know, that we may get a, a splash of Kabbalah here from the Ramchal, maybe a little bit more than a splash, maybe even a dash. Let's see what the Ramchal has to share with us. Sidra HaChochmah El Yoyna, the God in His lofty knowledge, blessed be He, arranged. Shetiyah HaLayla Shlita L'Koychas HaTumah L'Hispashit D'Chol Markev Oyseyem. Nighttime is designated for a specific, not purpose, but perhaps purpose, but before purpose, nighttime is designated and given over to a, 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 a certain type of entity and a certain concept, and that's the concept of koiches hatoma. Before we get into this heavily, let's just give the roadmap of what the Ramchal is doing in this paragraph. The roadmap is the Ramchal is going to explain to us once again uh, a, a concept that he's touched on briefly, he's, now he's going to get into it in earnest, and that is the concept of of the daily cycle of nighttime and daytime, nighttime and daytime. We have dark and light. We have night and day. And the uh, astronomers will explain that to you through astronomy and through how the world works and the Earth's um, revolutions and, and all that. Explain to you 
this phenomenon behind nighttime and daytime, and that can definitely be explained scientifically why there's nighttime and daytime. But we have to understand this hashkafically, which means from a Jewish perspective, why the Rebbein Shalom set up the world in such a way that there is, you know, daytime and nighttime. Why why does the world have to be set up in such a way? Um, it didn't have to be set up this way that there's always going to be every 24 hours, day and night, and day and night, and day and night, night and day, night and day. It's clearly for some fundamental reason that's built into the structure of the world itself from a Jewish perspective, from a Hashkafic perspective, from a godly perspective, and from God's relationship with us from that perspective. So, says the Ramchal, we have nighttime, a whole chunk of every 24 hours is occupied by darkness, by night. What's night there for? Night is reserved for giving power and giving rise to the Kayichas HaTomo, to the forces of darkness, the agents of Tomo, of all that is, which is antithetical to God, for them to flex them, their, their, their muscles, for them to, to um, expand themselves to the furthest reach possible, and they do that on a nightly basis. In other words, said differently, to have no natural check, natural check on their, on their uh, powers, on their abilities, and on their presence. Their presence and abilities are, are, are uh, pervasive in the universe at night. That's what's happening at nighttime. A pervasiveness, a spread without check, without limitation of the of the presence and the power of Toma to present itself to be a force. Kivna and HaKadosh Baruch Hu intended that during that time of night, now this sounds, you know, kind of creepy and spooky, why would the Rebbein Shalom want that? Why, you know, are those very forces that go against the Rebbein Shalom, run counter to Hashem's ruts and to His will and His plan? Why would He, every 24 hours, give a chunk of the day dedicated to allowing those powers that are antithetical to Hashem Himself to, to spread themselves and to be unchecked? What's the point in that? that? So before we understand what the point is, so what, what about us? Was, you know, what, what, are, what, are, what, are, you know, what are we supposed to be doing then, right? What, what are we, how, how, do we, how do we deal with this? So Ramesh is actually right. That's the natural time that everyone's supposed to go home. You're not out in the open anymore. You go back to the protection and the safety of your house. You go to sleep. You go to sleep. Slumbering and at rest until the morning. Slumbering v'nochem and at rest. Which is, from practical perspective, is not only useless, but dangerous. You to go to sleep. Yeah. If you sleep, you're vulnerable. You have to protect yourself. Yes. So look. that sounds counterintuitive. Yeah. That's right. And we're going to see... outside. Counter the counterintuitive. There's a counterintuitive. Within the counterintuitive, there's actually, we're doing it exactly for safety. We're going to see that momentarily. Um, that's interesting that the Ramchal says something that seems to be a double lush over here. We sleep to the morning and we're noch. We're at rest to the morning. I mean, if we're sleeping, we're, we are at rest, are we not? And we're not talking about sleepwalkers. You know, there's a phenomenon called sleepwalking. Um, uh, uh, there's nightmares, there's night terrors. Anyone ever have kids that have these things called night terrors? They're terrifying, right? They yell at the top of the Oh, they're so freaky. It's creepy to see that kind of thing. Oh. Anyway. Okay, so we've experienced that before. Um, but, but that, you know, notwithstanding, that's a very small percentage of what happens at night. Ramchal says, 
sleeping and at rest until the morning. There's a reason he says both of those lashonis. We sleep till the morning and we're at rest in the morning because it's not just about the sleep to recharge. It's not just about the sleep to be inert. It's about to be inactive. And during this time, excuse me, that the Kaychas HaToma are running amok, are given the, the uh, freedom to be active and to be present, we want to be inactive. Activity, not only presence during that time could be dangerous because of the Kaychas HaToma, but even activity, activity is much more dangerous to be involved in at night because the activity is much more susceptible at night to being um, harnessed and and um, hijacked by the Koychas HaToma, by, to be diverted by the Koychas HaToma. So we're not just asleep, we're inactive. It's not time for us to be active. We want to save our activities for the morning, for daybreak, for when things begin to shift. Let's see. We wait till the morning. In the morning, the freedom, the boundlessness, and the the um, the um, anarchy, let's say, that it goes on during night, nighttime, where the Kaychas HaTomo are just able to to occupy whatever they want, wherever they want, is now checked once again, is limited once again, the morning comes, and they are subdued once again, so that's when we, we, we are reactivated. Then we get to work. We get to work in all senses of the word work, our physical work and our spiritual work. It's now that we are in, a, in, a, in a, an arena during the day where the Kaychas have been subdued, and they have been uh, suppressed and... and, and, and um, at bay, it's the proper time for now us to give our work, our avoid, physical and spiritual, our all. Give it all we got. King David already in the book of Psalms says this. This is in Barchi Nafshi, which we say on Reish Chodesh um, from Tehillim. You bring down darkness and and behold, it becomes night. Um, the sun shines forth. Man goes out to work. These explicit sukkim. It says in Barchinashi that nighttime is for rest, nighttime is for coming home, for being gathered into the house, and daytime, daylight hours are for work. And work obviously is meant to be taken literally and allegorically. We're working on all levels, and the work is during the day. The source, the root behind all of this, why nighttime is a time for the Kaychas HaToma, for the forces of evil and darkness to be given strength and power and to be unchecked, and why daytime is the time for them to be held at bay and subdued, that all has to do with, it goes back to the very elements, the building blocks, the fundamental building blocks of the Bria. As we explained a long time ago, says the Ramchal in Chelek Aleph. Um, and what he's referring to is um, the day, and we're gonna, he's going he's to build on it shortly, but the, the short idea is... Um, 
this concept that every 24 hours the world is renewed, the world is refreshed, and in renewing and refreshing the world, we have to cycle back again through the creation and the formation of Chayshuch of darkness, and then the creation and formation of light. Kaychas and Kaychas Ra and Toiv, evil and good, and the darkness has to come before the light, and the light is only meaningful when it dispels the darkness, and the darkness has to come before the light to give the light meaning, to give the light a challenge, to give the light something to illuminate. Okay? That's a deep idea. That's maybe the Kabbalah. That's the dash and the splash and the uh, sprinkling of Kabbalah over here is that light, the Rebbeinah Shalalem's light, when it's viewed by us, when it's over here with us, is only, only meaningful when it has darkness to dispel. So as opposed to how we would maybe understand it in a balabatish way, in a, in a superficial way, that um, light is here to dispel the darkness. And um, the darkness is, is um, indicative of the fact that I haven't mustered the fullest light yet. I haven't been able to amplify the light as much as possible and that's what the darkness indicates I have to crank up the light a little bit more um, it's the other way around the darkness indicates the ability to shine light the darkness not just indicates creates meaning for my light the darkness gives me the opportunity to shine light and therefore the darkness has to come first bringing God's light into this world is only significant, is only meaningful when this world starts off with darkness. Um, why? Because before we create this world, there's only God, and God is completely, totally, or is light. Uh, we don't need to make a world for there to be more light, because there's already infinite amount of light. The only reason and point and in, 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 in goal in making this world is to have an environment where there can be more light of God. Okay? That's the only purpose in making this world is to make more light of God. And we can only make more light of God when we start off by having less light of God, darkness. The darkness is here to make the light significant. As we say, we bring God's light into a place where there's otherwise an absence of light. And then we are connected with the Makar Chaim, with the Rebbein himself, by bringing the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu into this world. You can only bring the light into this world if this world starts off with an absence of light, with darkness. Okay? So that's why we have to start with dark, and then we go to light. We go from dark to light, and dark from light. And that's the Kaychas it's the Kaychas That's Chayshech Ta'ar, that's Rat Ta'ar, it's all the same thing. Darkness is Kaychas is Kaychas It's all the same idea. Um, they're all synonymous. They're all synonymous. Um... And again, that's the Kabbalah over here, uh, maybe, I guess. Um, the, the, the Ramchal sharing with us. The Ramchal sharing with us is that um, the world doesn't really begin with Vayhi Or. Vayhi Or is the second step. The first step in the world is the Chayshuk that came before the Or, is the, the absence, the void, the darkness. Um, that's really the first step in creation. And that's why we have light after dark. That's why we have darkness 
and lightness. That's why we have night and day, and that's why we have the Kaychas HaToma that have to necessarily come before the Kaychas HaTahara. Um, we don't want to be around then. And just as in the original six days of creation, we're not around in the beginning. We only hear the Rebbeinshim talking with Vayhi Or. That's when we start to hear HaKadosh Baruch Vayhi Or. We're not there before the Or. We're not around. We're, we're, our neshamas are still in stasis. We're still slumbering up there in Shemaim. Hashem hasn't sent down any neshamas yet um, before the first day of creation, before Vayhi Or. It's not a place we want to be in. It's not a place we want to be active in. It's not a place where we will um, have the greatest success. It's a place that is open to the, the powers of darkness. But it's a place that's necessary, nevertheless, for the whole structure of what this world is all about. You have to start off with darkness to make our light significant and meaningful and substantial. Everybody got that? Why wasn't it noted that there was darkness first then? We, we, we assume that there was, but why? That's it, why? Very good. Excellent question. It's all for the same reason that we don't want to be there. We're not there yet. We're not there. We're only there still in potential form. We begin with seeing the Ur. That's where we begin, and that's why we, that's when we wake up. That's when we begin our day. That's why it's only there by implication. It's there by implication because it kind of um, occupies a place where, where we're not active yet. We're only active when the light begins. Exactly, that exactly parallels our daily um, Activity, our daily lifestyle, our daily cycling. Exactly the Ramchal, as the Ramchal is saying now, nighttime is when we're asleep, when it's dark, when there's Kaychas We know that it's there by implication. We know that it's there through intuition. We're not really a part of it. It's there as a necessary part of this world, but not as a necessary part of my activity in the world. And that's exactly why, when we have that paralleled in the book of Genesis, we have the same thing that we begin our discovery of this world with the Vayahi or let there be light. The darkness that precedes the light is there through implication, intuition, and understanding. For the same exact reason, it's necessary, but it's not part of our activity and functioning. Yes? Is Ramchal implying time of sleep or actual physical darkness? The reason I ask is because in Alaska, there are times where it's like 24-7. Yeah, yeah, so this is, we, we, this is uh, raised the other day. Uh, this is came up, this comes up every now and then whenever we talk about this. And it's both, meaning, meaning um, the world has night and day. And that's an insight in the physicality into the fact that the world spiritually has night and day. I, there's places in the world, in this world, that you can have six months of darkness and six months of light. Six months of light and six months of darkness. There are places like that. Um, however, when, in, in understanding the spiritual world, this, the two levels of answering your question are, again, the following. In understanding the spiritual, we go with the 99%, not with the 1%. We go with the, the rule, not the exception of the rule. And second of all, the fact that the places like this do exist on the globe, in spite of the fact that we're quoting Psukim from David HaMelech, that Yetzir Adam Lefaloi Lavdosa are the Arab. This supposed to be evening and night, evening and 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 daybreak and night and day. That's an indicator that these kinds of places are not places where Jews should be living. Huh. Who don't belong over there? Yeah, but like big city. Just as we said last time, we don't belong in space either. Correct. That's right. <laughs> Jews don't belong in these places, and it was already noted over here that any time we send Jews to space, it does not end well. 
We don't belong in places where there's, you know, we, we belong in places where there's regular daytime and nighttime cycling. That's not where you didn't belong. That's not where you didn't belong. And the Tzioyna over here are noting, over here we have, we have Sam from Be'er Sheva. I was telling us we belong in Israel the most. Thank you, Sam from Be'er Sheva. It's kind of late over there. But Sam from Be'er Sheva says we belong in Israel the most. And that's true, the ideal place of every Jew is to be in, in Israel. He's right. He's right. Uh, in the meantime, if we, you know, uh, we, we find ourselves here in the diaspora, it means we have a mission to accomplish over here, and we have to um, figure out what that mission is and accomplish that mission. That's right. But certainly, the ideal place of every desire is Israel, and Mir Tashem, when uh, we've come full circle and we've all achieved our missions and our jobs, we've done what we're supposed to do here in the Galut, yes, in the Galut, and, and, uh, we have brought out the Oiris, the Be'or Chanira Or, the Or Hatoiro, and the Or of the Rebbeinu Shalalam here. In the Galus, we will be part of that glorious celebration when Mashiach comes um, to bring all the Yidin back to Eretz Yisrael and rebuild the Beis HaMikdash. We will see how we, we, we're all responsible and, 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 and uh, contributors on a personal level in assembling all those sparks that turn into those great, that great flame of the Arichas uh, Ner Leven Yishai May it happen speedily in our days. Amen. And may we never go to space. Amen. May we never Again. go to space. Isn't this exactly what other Mauritian had in mind? There has to be darkness before the light. There has to be more in order for there to be. Other Mauritian had more than this. He wanted to increase the darkness. He wanted to increase it. He wanted to magnify the darkness to make even more opportunities for lights. So what you're saying is correct, but it's not mamish. It's ideas that we've said in the past, but we don't have to put those ideas in over here. But, but you're right. You're right. You are right. You are right. You're definitely right. He wanted to magnify the darkness, make even more darkness, dark, night, make night even darker. There was already a concept even in Gan Eden of, of darkness and light, and Kaychas Hatom and Kaychas Hara. But he said, you know, we can, we can, make, we can magnify those Kaychas Hatom. We can mamish make real abject darkness, abject light, and then we'll be able to have even more light during the daytime, but, but that was a mistake. But the he reason w- that we're saying, meaning what? we're saying that's exactly this idea of increasing darkness in order for there to be more light, or there has to be darkness before the light. The, this idea, exactly, this idea that light is only meaningful when it's dispelling darkness, that was where Adam Rishon was coming from, correct? That, that's the correct okay. statement, you're right. Um, Adam Rishon was working with that, that light is only meaningful and significant when it's dispelling darkness. So Adam says, hey, if there's even more darkness, then the light is even more meaningful and significant. But, uh, Pinchas Yankov is correct. Um, I didn't understand the depth of your remarks at first, but your remarks are quite deep indeed, quite deep remarks that are being shared right now, and that's a very nice connection, and, and um, 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 I'm not just giving gratuitous praise to Pinchas Yankov in the hopes that maybe his wife will listen to this later on, but he really has earned it, he really has earned that praise, and you should share this year with your wife later on, okay, but he's, he certainly has earned that praise, um, and it's the same exact, exact idea that we're saying now, that, that it's not the vart that... Um, we're armed with the light, with these spotlights and searchlights and beacons of light. Let's find the darkness and get rid of the darkness. There's a better way, a more accurate way of looking at it, which is the darkness is here to make my light meaningful. And that's the, the reason why we have the darkness. The darkness comes first, to make my light and, and, and um, um, searchlights, spotlights, and lighthouses meaningful. Yes? Okay. Um, let's continue. Was, one question. Yes, Dan. So was he born?
born, was he created with that knowledge? Because he was created in the sixth day. So was he created with that knowledge of light and dark? Yes. Yes. V'tzarech sh'teidah. You got to know also the following. Even though, in general, nighttime is the time where the Kaychas Hatoma are given free reign to go as far as they want, to be unchecked, to be unhindered, and to reestablish that power that they have, that starting point. When primarily do the Kaychas Hatoma have that? concentrated power in an unchecked way, that's up until halachic midnight, chatzais, midnight. Halachic midnight, which is not the same thing necessarily as midnight in, in terms of the, uh, the legal secular day is always fixed at 12 a.m. There's halachic midnight, which means the exact midpoint between nightfall and daybreak, right? And that shifts from day to day. It's actually around 1 p.m. nowadays. 1 a.m., sorry. So 12, 12 a.m. right now. On, on, when, it, when it's when it's uh, on daylight savings time, you Stan is referring to daylight savings time. Daylight savings time is when it gets shifted to an hour. It's about one a.m. Now it hovers around twelve a.m. And Rabbi Hoffman is going to get to the second, to the millisecond, the exact time for us right now. I know what he's doing. <laughs> anyway, so um, hine <laughs> Again, that is um, only the first half of the night when the kaiches atoma really have that power. From halachic midnight anan, nishpaas hashpaas ha'ora, the ratzon melafan of yisbarach b'chol ha'elamas. That's when things begin to shift. That's when the tide begins to turn. That's when we begin to subdue the kaiches They begin to be limited and checked. And when we begin to, as we approach daybreak, as we approach the dawn of a new day, that's when it begins to um, manifest in this world Hashem's ratzon and Hashem's. Will the iris of Hakadosh Baruch Hu begins to slowly emerge and slowly we begin to to, to to turn back the time? That's that, that begins at Chatzais and An. We're approaching the new day, and that's why we know so many Gemaras like this and concepts like this that Chatzais Halayla is called an Ace and it's an auspicious time, a time to begin to daven, a time to try to base, build the base on Mikdash again, bring the base on Mikdash back. Um, that's when David Melch woke up and began his day. That's when he began learning. That's when he praised God, etc. That's because this is when the Kaychas HaToma and Kaychas HaRa begin to be subdued. When he tells us, we begin to, uh, to remove the authority from the powers of Ra. We begin to, again, limit them and check them. Their powers are be- they begin to be banished. The Illuminations of the day begin to glimmer and sparkle on the horizon. To the degree that the day is illuminated, is lichtig, comes with all of its light. And we renew once again creation and, and uh, we begin a brand new day. Okay, so I, this is still, we're still in the middle of Aleph. In my edition, they conveniently break Aleph into two um, pagination paragraphs over here. So we're going to stop over here, the midpoint of Aleph. That's a lot to digest. That's a lot of Kabbalah and, and more. So uh, we will continue with Hashem tomorrow with the second of this. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful, active, productive day.